Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What's happening, guys? Welcome back to Born Offside. We missed you, but it's been less than 24 hours because we're back again. We go again. Hump day. No mid-week. rest. So nice. No rest time. That's what it's all about. No rest. No rest because we left you guys for a long time. We owe it to we you We owe it to you. We're we back. We we're do. back with a bang. This I love is the it. FIFA World Cup. We haven't spoken to you guys since the World Cup. We were all working on the World Cup on at least one, two programs. We were everywhere during it. So we thought we'd owe it to you guys to actually sit down, chat about the biggest sports competition in the world, what we were doing during it as well. The FIFA World Cup. Now, I want to, before we even start this episode... Oh, I've got something to say before we even start this. I think I know What's what you're going to say. And I think it's what I was going to say. What are you going to say? Fuck. You're going to concede defeat. You're yeah. going to concede defeat. I, you know what? This, I, t- I thought about this for a very, very long time, right? And I was like, Claude's was right. Thank you. Do you remember what I said on Born Offside maybe I like sa- a year ago? I said, I said, you know what? International football is uh, maybe more powerful. It is. I want to be completely football. honest. I have had the same revelation. I don't know if we're doing recency biasy though, it's but I was just goat. like, when, when it happened, I was like, Let's there was a moment where in the World Cup, I was like... I do remember you saying to me right. as well. It is, man. Nothing's like international <laughs> no, I football. Had, I had this epiphany and I was yeah. like, you know what? Fuck. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I think our opinions stemmed as well from the fact that like we'd, in the last four years, we've gone through a pandemic. Yeah. Life completely changed. Mm. Club football was like that thing that kind of you had to look forward to. Kept we didn't have World Cup football. I, I honestly forgot how yeah. good it is. Yeah. because And, and then look, having it back has been the best thing ever. I'm not an idiot. Club football at the highest, highest level. We're talking Champions League semis and finals. Mm. That is the best quality of football you'll ever find. Yeah. True. Because it's the best players in the world, regardless yeah. of where they're from. They're all bought. They're worth a billion dollars. They all play on the pitch at the same time. It is the best quality football, right? Absolutely. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking no. about the vibe when your country's playing. Mm. Look at Morocco. Wow. Look at Argentina when they won five million people. Look mm. at what Australia did. Club football doesn't do that. You're not, you're right, Claude. You know, you you're, you're right, man. And it, and it it took for me to see uh, what Aus- the World Cup did for Australia to, to kind of be like, okay, now nah, this Do is you think some movement. Mm. It's has not that, even like has that actually maybe had more of an impact on you? I Being it, English, right? The yeah. England team football so important over there. Like yeah. it's always part of the conversation here. We're still fighting a little bit for football to be part of yeah, that mainstream and that, conversation. And I think that's why it was so powerful for me to see it. Even though I was working in it as well, I was able to experience it. And it was just like, wow, everyone is watching this. Everyone around the world, everyone in Australia, Melbourne was going off. Um, Federation Sydney was Square. Going off. It was just, I was just like, this is, there's no words to describe it. There's no other sport on the world and I, I also felt a bit lucky mm. that i was like i i played the sport and i was and i'm involved in it you know what i mean Cause, yeah because imagine if i just played like oh, i don't take the piss but like cricket or something <laughs> 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 i shouldn't do that but i was like i would Fair never enough. ever be able to okay. be involved the ashes doesn't you know build the same kind of conversation you know what i mean i'd never yeah. ever be able to be involved in something that stops 
the world. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Everyone stops. No, yeah. it's so true. Yeah. And and I've talked about this before, but my friendship group aren't football heads. Yeah. Like none of them are really like that focused on it. But it's the one time where our group chats are Everyone. all about football. It's and so I good. love that because yeah. the Morocco story gets people talking yeah. and, and Messi winning a World Cup, yeah. that gets people talking. And you know what? I'm not a football snob either. No. Like I, I dare say... I work in football. It's all I do pretty much every day. Mm. But I'm not a football snob. I don't mind if you don't watch much football. When it's World Cup time, I put my arm around anyone yeah. that wants to join the bandwagon. Yeah. I'm not one of those people like, where were no. you? When like, it was welcome. No, man. I, I like everyone jumping on board. I'm a bit like that. You know, Channel 9, Channel 7, all those guys who don't usually give a oh, shit. I'm That's a, I'm fine. A bit like, nah, nah. You guys are in a wrong... I'm a little bit like that. You're a little bit like that? I'm a little bit like that. You're a little bit like that. I think when it comes to viewing, I'm not like that. But for example, the fact that we all got to work across it in different capacities. Yeah. I think that's really special because we've all been working on it for some time yeah. and, and it's nice to be able to contribute yeah. to the, the Aussie representation now of the game as that's well. That's right. Yeah, nice. for those of you who didn't know, um, yeah, obviously we were doing Born Offside. We've been working together for a while, but we got to work together on SBS World Cup Daily. Kat Which was, also was hosted by Claude. Was hosted by myself, featured yeah. Olan, featured Cat. Cat was also hosting a podcast on being sports. Olan was everywhere to do with the FIFA World Cup on yeah. TikTok. If you opened your app, you would have seen Olan Tekkers. Yeah. Guys, we had a message in from Aesthetic Football, big fan of the pod. We're a big fan of his work as well. Um, asking us, how was it working with SBS? Any funny stories I'm gonna start with you, Kat, because you did a you did an SBS piece that was quite touching. A lot yeah. of people messaged me about it. I was like, message her about it. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people were really touched by that. It was awesome. Um, how was it working for SBS? Oh wow! I so Claude is referring to this Les Murray and Johnny Warren tribute that I got to do as that kind of final SBS piece. They're two such important figures in Australian football, and yeah. and without what they did hmm. with SBS the game wouldn't be where it is today. Yeah. We probably wouldn't even be working in the sport. Yeah. We needed characters like that to kind of come through and, and make it part of that mainstream yeah. conversation. But working on that piece was amazing. I mm. learned a lot. Mm. And then I received some great messages as well, mm. just from people that knew Les or knew Johnny and yeah. said, you've really done it justice, which was amazing. That but means a lot, yeah. SBS, I mean, I grew up watching football through SBS. Without SBS, I wouldn't have known the game the yeah. way that I did. And also being multicultural, I'm mixed race background. SBS was always that broadcaster that like mm. understood that and spoke a language mm. that I understood. Yeah. And um, I think working for them is like the pinnacle. Yeah. It, for me, it's it's almost a pinch yourself moment, right? And yeah. I'm sure it's the same for you, Claude, being Italian, Australian. Mm. I have no doubt that SBS had a similar impact on you as well. Yeah, definitely. No, it meant it meant the world. It was a milestone in the career. But what meant so good, what meant so much to me was to sit back and kind of plan that show. And when we first kind of got offered it, we said, "Well, let's let's bring the whole crew. Let's put yeah. the whole crew on it." You know. Mm. So to sit back and watch an episode where, yeah, okay, I'm hosting. It's great. But like, it's like Adamo, one of my best mates for 13 years, is in Qatar with fans who yeah. killed it. Over yeah. There. Oh, let's then, talk about Adamo segment. The, as well. You know what I mean? Then legend. Then, then Kat Sass rolls in. Waza rolls in. Kat Haddad rolls in. Olan's hanging out with fans, yeah. and we got Adriana Del Monte on the ground, and Martin Tyler's having a chat, and Harry Kuehl's sitting next to me, and it's like. Like I was sitting there watching that going, so this is sick. Yeah. Yeah. There was there were so many pinch me moments during yeah. that month. Like even the day that Harry Kuehl came in and I found myself chatting to him for like 10 minutes. You guys were like besties by the end, eh? Oh, Harry I'm Kuehl like was, looking at right, him and I'm thinking, yeah. am I actually just talking to Harry Kuehl right and now? Like, and Kat like Kat was like trying to be all cool. Oh, yeah. I wasn't cool. Kat, no, Kat was like full chatting about, oh yeah, you know, just for work. Just He's like deep down inside, she was like screaming. Yeah, I, I was, see I it. was. <laughs> but I you know, that was just the start of what, was an amazing month of meeting really cool people and 
and even seeing you, Ola, like at the casino filming mm. with fans and Danny was doing it with you. Yeah. It was really cool to see that it wasn't just an in-studio thing. Yeah. We were having that impact. Well, I want to talk to you about that, Ola, because you were hanging out with fans, right? Yeah. Croatia, Serbia, England, yeah, Argentina, yeah, yeah, yeah. French, Aussie fans. I'm not yeah. sure if I've missed any, but what's the best fans you hang out with? Oh, don't do that to me because <laughs> they all they all message me and be like, oh, and we like, I, I can't I can't pick one. Was there a moment that, that made you like that that I think took you back the most or? I can't I can't pick one, but I I will say, um, even the Serbian and the Croatian community, the way they embraced us coming in, yeah, mm. and 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 made me feel welcome, yeah. Um, it just shattered all my, my stereotypes of how I might think a Croatian person might behave or how I think a Serbian person you might behave. You know what behave. I liked about that? I, yeah. I remember when we were sending you to like, very soon after each other, we know Croatia, Serbia, we know the rivalry. We sent you with the Croatian fans mm. and you had an awesome time yeah, there. Yeah. And then like three days later, we're sending all that with the Serbian serves, fans. Yeah. And I was a bit worried. I was like, I don't know, because he was in a Croatian jersey a few yeah, days ago. Yeah, like yeah, really yeah. bad. Nah, but they, all they tried to do was just show you their culture. Yeah, you know? yeah. Was that, was, that was pretty much it. I can't even remember what their shot was called. It was their shot that there. Rakia, yeah? Rakia, that was yeah. it. And it was funny because I, I met someone yesterday. We'll talk about... Um, um, Kujipab and stuff, but I met someone yesterday <laughs> that was like um, at, at the Kujipab that was like, "Hey, Holland, I'm Serbian. You know that Serbian pitch you did? Amazing! Yeah. Loved oh, it. I you showed that. everyone about Serbia." He was like, "I chat. I was talking to my uncle, and he said, you know what? That Holland Tekas guy, it's a good bloke.' No, and no, I was, yeah, there and I was like, yeah, I was I like he doesn't that. even like TikTok. He doesn't like, but he said he came down. He's like, he's a good bloke. So Do you it know was what like, though? It was Im- it, it was impacting their Jokes culture as well. Aside with you know what, what you're saying, there's so much truth in that having someone like yourself go down there and show like the reality of those communities yeah. and that we only see the really negative stuff yeah. Yeah. in mainstream media. Yeah. The reality is the average fan is nothing like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're just out to have a good time. They're yeah. passionate yeah. about their country and yeah. their players and all of that. And you showed that. And yeah. football is a good opportunity to do that, right? Like cultures, football taught us that cultures are cool. Mm. It doesn't have to be your culture, right? Yeah. This is the thing you're used to seeing, like Croatian people hanging out and doing Croatian things. It's nice to see Olan, mm. an English guy, Nigerian background, going mm. down to a Croatian club and he's having an awesome time. Yeah. Like, why can't we for a day just go, hey, we want to go hang out with the crows today exactly. yeah. and eat their food yeah. and chavapi and drink rakia? Why not? No, you know, you I don't just that. have to stick to your bloodline. Yeah, you can yeah, I try agree. everything. And have fun. So true. And then Bonnie Rig tries to sign you. Yeah. <laughs> Still, still trying to talk about that. They want that. them dyads, still trying huh? to talk on that deal. I don't know if they can afford me, but they're going to have one later. They want them left peg dyads. Uh, <laughs> let's let's talk a bit about the FIFA World Cup itself, the highs. We're going to get so some many. highs, some lows. Let's talk about the highs. Yeah. And and bes- when I talk about the highs, besides Miss Croatia, which we've spoken a little bit about <laughs> Miss Croatia. High, high. I know Olan made a video about some of the cameramen and, and their work <laughs> that they've done during the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, community service. Community yeah. service yeah. for all of us at home. Put it out there. Uh, let's talk about Argentina. They win their third World Cup, right? Was the initial loss to Saudi Arabia a blessing? Because I, to be fair, I was there. Yeah. So I was there. You were with, with the fans on that day. Those, I was with those Argentina fans and it, it did. I think, it, again, I think it was a wake up call to like, yeah. if you guys don't wake up, you, this World Cup could pass you by. Yeah. And that Saudi Arabia team was no walkover. That was a yeah. good Saudi Arabia team. Yeah. They had to really, really buck up their ideas. Well, we played that. them in qualifications, qualifications. Yeah. yeah. We, we so looked at For yeah. me, I think, I think it did almost do a service for them and catapult them into what they what they what they did now yeah. you, know? you know what I, I feel like it foreshadowed what was a difficult campaign for Argentina yeah they none of their wins were easy mm. and I found it fascinating because similar to Olan even though he was with fans the BN sports show that I was on I tried yeah. to find a, a guest for every episode who had some relevance to the fixtures that mm. were on so mm. we had G10 yeah 
football Massive on. Massive yeah. yeah. What are and you saying? I believe he came on after the loss to Saudi Arabia, but before the next game. And his the way that he talked about the team didn't change. Right. He was just very like, no, a loss is fine. He yep. didn't panic. Yep. It's. I think he just knew the potential of that squad. Mm. And I think it was a reminder too that winning... Every game isn't everything. It's mm. winning the right game yeah. and doing it the right way. Well, you know, we had Ellie on the show for our World yeah. Cup preview, right? Ellie Menjum. I thought about him. Right now, Ellie went to Argentina to oh, experience yes. the knockout phases. But so his story is wild. Man, I had him I had him on the World Cup show. I had him on SBS after Argentina's loss. And he came in and I knew he'd, he'd back in the UK, where like because he, he's got a, a gambling account, whatever, in the UK. He put money on Argentina to win the World Cup. Then he came into the studio after Saudi Arabia's loss. I'm like, bro, how are you feeling? Like, how are you feeling about your bet? He goes, mate, he goes, I called my mate back home. I said, double it. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? He goes, I said, double it. Because the odds went up and they're still winning That's this incredible. World Cup. And look at Ellie, wherever Ellie wow. is, he's, he's probably out partying right now. The, the, the crazy thing about Ellie, if you listen to that episode with Ellie, he had had that plan that about mm. halfway through the World Cup tournament, he would go to Argentina because yeah. Yeah. he's like, they're going to win. He just knew. If you asked him, it wasn't a question of if, yeah. it was they are going to win. win. It was written in the stars for him. It was written uh, in the stars. He had yeah. no doubt from beginning to that, end. He's releasing a docker, right? Yeah. It's going to be a it's gonna be wild chain. docker. He got his phone pickpocketed after 15 minutes of the final whistle, the wow. final. So he lost his phone. Yeah, Did you hear that? He had mad yeah, photos. Yeah, he lost his. He got pickpocketed. That? That's, that's the beauty yeah, of Buenos Aires. you got to take the good with the bad yeah, when you travel to You know what though? Ellie needed a new phone. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. You take it as a blessing. Um, I want to talk about the manager because I think there's so much noise about Leo Messi Sometimes, you know, for such a young manager, Scaloni, a bit underrated for me. Because after those first few games, he sacked Lautaro Martinez. Mm. He brought in Enzo Fernandez in midfield. He brought in Julian Alvarez up front. I don't think Argentina win the World Cup if Without Julian Alvarez those. doesn't play. Because Messi walks five kilometers a game. Think about the gaffers Emphasis that have got... Emphasis on walks. Yeah, think about the gaffers that have crazy. gotten up you. Well, what, what, was right. it, what was it? Um, I think... Um, what's his name? Said it. The one, of the, one of the hosts that you had on your show. What's his name? Bo- Boza. Yeah. He said um, Martinez said to him you mm. know that story yeah he said martinez said um they had a meeting with all the argentina team and, and they basically said listen are you all prepared to run your fucking ass off for him and let him walk yeah and we can win this cup yeah and he yeah. all said yes yeah exactly <laughs> so that's it incredible and it worked right it's a mad story because despite him walking every time he got the ball he created something i know we spoke a little bit about this on the last step yesterday but by winning the World Cup now, is the debate over? I'm not just talking about Messi, Ronaldo. I'm talking about Messi, Pele, Messi, Maradona. Is the debate Listen, put to bed now? It's, it's, a, it's a tough one because every, everyone goes, well, everything that we did, which we have to pay respects, Pele did it first. And, yes. I, and I hear that. I watched the videos and stuff. But I do also like to be like, Listen, man, in my era mm. that I've watched, this guy's the goat. Yeah, I don't want to hear anything that's else. Fair. That's fair. You can say in your era, when you watch yeah. Pele, well, in my era, when I watched football, when I watched from however, you, this this guy, there was nobody better. Than I yeah. think the beauty of sport is that it's generational. It and is. it evolves. Yeah. That's all and it is. you, never you have agree. a goat of every era. Yeah. And it's not a case of but necessarily... But stands for greatest of all time. If it was... Um, <laughs> no, but of all time in their respective Gomped. era. Gomped. <laughs> Gomped would of be greatest, my, greatest oh. of my time. Yeah, Gomped. Right? So he's definitely the Gomped. I, I think he's the greatest of all time, man. Times have changed right. since yeah. Pele, Pele was playing. Times have changed since he was doing... Yeah. I reckon the game's harder now. Yeah. I reckon it is. Uh, yeah, There's that. And it's also it's the quicker. fact that Pele set the, the record, right? Yeah. He set the tone. Yeah. Mm. But then to show up yeah. and, and hit that or do better, uh. it's... 
arguably even harder it's to hard do that. It's hard because you're probably right. Messi's probably the GOAT, but Messi wouldn't be at that level if it wasn't for Pele before him. Like, you can only you can only push the pin as far as That's what's right. been set exactly. before you. So, it's a difficult conversation. We spoke to Martin Tyler. I'm flexing here. I don't give a shit. Right? We, had, we, had, we had Martin <laughs> Tyler. In there. <laughs> we had Martin yeah, Tyler on the say? show. Uh, probably the greatest commentator of all time. And he was saying, like, for him, Pele will always be the GOAT. Because yeah. that's his generation. Yeah. That's him. He watched Pele. That's him. And that was his GOAT. Mm. And that will always be his GOAT. Sure. doesn't matter if Messi goes and scores another thousand yeah, goals. That will always I'm be saying. his GOAT. It, Messi will probably always be our GOAT. Our GOAT. And one day, our kids or our grandkids are going to come to us and tell uh, us Mbappe, someone else is the yeah, GOAT. Mbappe, it might be. I don't and know. And we're going to be like, shut the Go put up them YouTube clips. Exactly. At least we'll have YouTube. Yeah, at least we'll have YouTube. But I also want to talk about. This is a high for me. It's it's a low for some people, right? Emmy Martinez, probably some of the most proper shithousery we've ever seen. The firstly, topest, the topest of firstly, shithousery. It starts with his hair. Well, it starts with his hair, which was disgusting, <laughs> right? Argentina were pretty shithouse most tournament mm. against Netherlands. We remember that one. Gemito Ogo, right? In the in the uh, post-match yeah. conference. Go, 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 even go, even go, Leo go, Messi yeah, was go, getting go, involved. Go. That's when you know it's good. That's but, when I got completely beat up by someone in the... Remember we were all up. watching... The Netherlands Argentina game. Yeah. And Dan, one of the guys who was working on the team, yeah. was standing behind me, yeah. and the Netherlands scored. That last one, that and equalizer. And he kneed me right in the back, oh, and I went flying. Out. Yeah. yeah, I was in the wrong place at the limbs. wrong time. It was so I, limbs. there were limbs flying in that room, and some of them hit me. Ouch. Really hard. And I don't think I'll ever forget that game. Some people for just that planned reason. it. Like, yeah. I was going to use this opportunity to show Kat how yeah. I really feel. Um, but what about Martin? He carried on, right? Yeah. Look, he did, the, he did the whole, like, you know, yeah. kind of humping the, the trophy, whatever yeah. he did there with the golden glove. That was that was cool. Then then he went back to Buenos Aires and he had a baby with Mbappe's I face. I think that was on offside. It. That's offside, right? He's I reckon a that bit was way too he's far, odd. Come on, The guy still scored a hat trick last year. Come on. Come I on, actually, don't on that, I don't feel like people talked enough about what M- Mbappe did in that final. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was crazy. Like, I, I get that Messi won a World Cup. Call him in a baby, like, you absolutely, like, he didn't score any goals against you. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yes, you won the World Cup you, because yeah, Messi, you can see come on. Three, he scored two, two, one guy. That game. Hat trick plus a pen in the shootout. Plus a pen. You literally couldn't touch yes. a ball. <laughs> that he touched. Yeah, yeah. He could have done against you. Yeah. A hat trick and a penalty. Yeah, but I don't think, and we've talked about this before. Keepers aren't all there. They're cooked. You can't have that position you and cooked. be 100%. Facts. You got to be there's not and one good Emmy normal keeper that I've yeah, met a in, my exist, in my existence. There's not one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. a bit weird. They're a bit you've got to be a bit cooked. It's that passion and that, I guess, that camaraderie and that shithousery that got them all the way to a World Cup. So credit to them. We're going to talk some other highs. One of the Morocco. Mm. What a run. Probably the best fans. They made Africa dream as a whole, mm. right? And we know Africa, big continent, lots of different types of people, yeah. right? Did you feel inspired by the Moroccan run? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I As a did. Nigerian, uh, Nigeria unfortunately yeah, weren't there. But it, it, what it did, and I don't know if we're going to talk about it, it was a bit controversial, right? Because mm. it was like, there was a lot of, I don't know, on TikTok and stuff, there was a lot of controversy behind them being African, right? So Because obviously they were right. obviously of Arabic yes. descent. Yeah. So it was kind of like, the Middle East, in a sense, was trying to say, well, they're not African. They're actually from Because they speak Arabic. Yeah, Arabic. Do you know what I mean? And then um, I like it because the Moroccan gaffer came out and said, um, they asked him a certain question. He said, you know what? We're African first. Yeah. yeah. And that's who we're representing. We're, we're, we're putting on for Africa. So that, it, it did. I loved I loved to see it. You know, no one expected him to go as far as they did. And it was great to see an African team. There was a quote from him, Rogagui, right? Did a fantastic mm. job with that team. They beat Belgium. They beat Spain. They beat Portugal. What a run, right? Mm. There was an awesome quote from him. He started to really rally up as they got to the semifinals. And he said, they don't want... He was just putting everyone again. You could tell the mentality he would have had with those players. He said, they don't want Africans to play like this. Mm. He said that. He goes in a, in a press conference. He said, they want us Africans 
to turn up here mm. to do some nice skills, mm. our fans to dance and mm. sing and go home after a couple games. Mm. They don't want us Africa because they were playing very much. They were really Ooh, rigid. They were Defensively, some, they yeah. were the best in the competition. Yeah, so he goes, they don't like when Africans turn up and play like the Europeans and beat them at their game. Mm. Do you feel and that? also you, bring the vibe. And bring the vibe. Yeah. Do, do you feel that? Do you think that people have it an expectation on Africans and they get upset if the Africans start to play well, a different I don't style? Know if, I don't know if they get upset, but there is an expectation, you know, when you think of how when Ghana got far, like it was very expansive football. Yeah. It was tricks. It was getting a box. It was, we could never defend. Yeah. We all know that. You yeah. know what I mean? When you, you look at the African teams I got there, the, 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 apart from Morocco, the other team, we, we, we struggled to defend. Yeah. So it was nice to see that they came there with a game plan and they, and they executed, you know? Yeah. So hats off to them. Yeah. I think the, the interesting thing about Morocco, right? And to what you were talking about before with that debate <laughs> is that they do have that crossover between Arab and North African culture mm. because there are communities there that were not influenced by any Arabic migration mm. into the country. Mm. They are purely African. Mm. They're African communities. And so they were, as, as somebody who, like my grandmother's Egyptian, that's mm. no, you know, two countries away. Yeah. And I'm also Middle Eastern. They're, they're inspiring mm. to those countries as well. Lebanon yeah. didn't qualify. Yeah. Lebanon have never qualified for a mm. World Cup. But seeing Morocco do what they've done and the it fact that Arabic is their language, yeah. it's, they inspire the Arabic nations as well. In and Qatar so I think, of all places yeah, as well. And, and you can understand why, like, both are kind of fighting, fighting for, for that. Yeah. Because I think you can just accept that there's, a, there's yeah. an influence across both and there's yeah. an impact across both communities. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really special. But what Mor Morocco did is amazing. And when I lived in Spain, mm. I met more Moroccan people than I've ever met in my life. Oh, really? so there are so yeah. many there's Moroccan people there. Yeah, man. And, yeah. and in France, there was a million of them in France for that game against France. That's why France. that, like, the, the Portugal, in the south of Portugal, it, yeah it's so close to Morocco, yeah. similar with the south of Spain. But even in Barcelona, I made a lot of yeah. Moroccan friends and it was really cool to see how proud they were yeah. of their people. And it's a brilliant. lot of them, their families moved to Spain for a better life. It's mm. the classic kind of story. But mm. they they really felt so much passion around their home country. And yeah. it's the beauty of football, right? That yeah. it can do that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I loved seeing that whole well, journey. Well, it was, uh, it was great to see so many great players who are now on the shopping list. A lot of Europe's mm. elite are looking at some of those Moroccan players and they're going to cash in for a lot of cash. Oland seems to think uh, Hakimi and Mbappe are in a relationship. I, whoa, 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 Allegedly. Whoa. That's what, that was producer Shabs. I'm pretty Shabs. sure that was Shabs. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, thought, I think Mbappe is in a relationship Shabs. with Giroud. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of that photo they took together, very Titanic-esque. Yeah, the Titanic. But there is, no, I think me and my boys were talking about it on um, PlayStation. There is no, there is no position on the pitch or whatever happens that you should be looking deep into a man's eyes like that. <laughs> There is no <laughs> celebration that requires What do you that. mean? They just scored at a World <laughs> Cup, no, I don't man. Give a I don't give a shit. There is, I've, no, I've, I've no. won some cups, right, in my, in my shit career. <laughs> and you've I never, never ever have I looked into a And you've never gazed eyes. into a man's eyes like, like that? So no, it's crazy. No, it's crazy. No. It's crazy. No. Oh, God. We'll leave Matthew you dumped his girlfriend, though, didn't he? His girlfriend? Yeah, he did. Yeah. I think he did. She saw the photo. She shot the photo. What photo? Of him with Giroud and said, you oh, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, you never don't do that for me. You don't look at me like that. I heard just that he was getting too much slack from it, so he just... That's yeah. pretty sad. That's sad. it. That's really? what I heard. I feel like Mbappe wouldn't care about that. Like you're at that level, bro. Yeah, like. you're at that level where you shouldn't care, but yeah, who knows? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, well. Yeah, who knows? well, he's on top of the world. He showed that once again at the World sure Cup, taking is. home the golden boot. Another thing I want to talk about, a high. I think this was a high of the World Cup, but I don't know what you guys think. I want to ask your opinion. Mm. The amount of stoppage time. On average, they played an yeah. average of 11.6 minutes of extra Wild. time per game, onside or offside. Listen, I will never forget that first England game where there was 10 minutes at its time. And I was yeah. like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. But it was kind of like new. But after you got used to it, because each, each World Cup game, you're like, oh, it makes sense, it makes sense. Yeah. It was, I, I kind of liked it. You liked it. it, yeah. And I think there was one stat in the Premier League. I think it was a Newcastle game. Not got that here for you. Where it said... Arsenal and Newcastle. Yeah. What Ball say? was in play for 51 minutes and 23 seconds. So if you're a Newcastle away fan, you travelled to watch your All team play way. for 51 minutes. Yeah. Less than an hour. Yeah, the rest is just shithousery. Yeah. That's football. Right. That's good and bad. I yeah, know. so you, would you, you like to see that brought into all the other leagues? Yeah, Claude, you were the one who told me why. Yeah. It's, it was it was like Time that. Wasting, and it's right? there was an, no, there was an actual clock that would stop mm. when the ball was not in play. Yeah. And so oh. the stoppage time was an exact representation of how much, of how much was, was actually out. needed to be technically replayed, I guess. Mm. So on paper, it makes sense, right? Like it's yeah. a technicality. Yeah. Like it makes sense to do that. Yeah. But at the same time, it definitely shocked everyone initially. But yeah. I feel like it either lessened over time because teams realised. Like, yeah, and teams are just okay, playing the game. Okay, clocks are stopping. We need yeah, to like yeah. get the game moving. I mean, moving. as a footballer, Claude, with the last 10, 15, you're winning 1-0. What yeah. do you start doing? You're That's what you start doing. Yeah, start exactly right. Time, and now so you don't. I think also as, as you get later in the tournament, you have the better teams who probably don't feel the need to true, do that. You know, true, early true. on, you've got Costa Rica playing someone where they're just going to boot the ball out well, and sit on the floor. When they were playing Spain, I'm sure they wanted to stop well, the that ball. Well, that was... Yeah, Navas' back was sore from picking the ball out of the net. But... But that, that tends to happen. I think, look, football will change in the next five, ten years. And there are, one of these two will happen. Either that type of stoppage time will come into the game or the other thing they're talking about is shaving the game from 90 minutes down to 60 minutes with a clock that stops. So every single time. So free kick, clock stops. Kicks the ball, clock starts. Okay, so it's like becomes NFL. That's the other option. There's yeah. two options. Mm. I think I prefer this one. I prefer this yeah, op- this yeah, on yeah. time. I prefer that. I prefer that. I don't know if the world is ready to For change that. it that 60 drastically. 60 minute games. Even if it means we're means still playing 90 minutes, people will panic. People will panic. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I think it'll it'll just keep it. 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah let's there'll be an uproar. Baby steps, baby steps. Well, I think we all, we all agree that's a high. Let's go to the lows of the World Cup. Qatar. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not the nation. I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't go. Dams went. He's, he had a fantastic he time. Fine, he had a fantastic time. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the team, right? Was that the worst host performance you've ever seen? Yes. I mean, on paper, it actually is, isn't it? It is. Yeah. The, it's yeah. historically the worst. At least South Africa had Shabalala. You know, yeah, they had that amazing. They had some moments. You know? There's a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. no, I had nothing. Yeah. I think, well, again, I mean, they wanted to host it. They, they got to host it. Yeah. Were they ready to host it? Mm. Probably Asian Cup winners like was that just stage I don't fight? know how they how did they win an Asian Cup with that I team I know right I, I'll admit and I'm going to blame Nick Stav for this I <laughs> thought that they would do better and that's because we talked about it I, man, so I many times well, you, you as well you were giving it big Claude Claude was yeah. like you know what they've invested yeah. they've, they've no, done this they've built look, stadiums uh, blah 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 and domestically they played together they were paying me they were paying me I was I was on the payroll I was on the payroll I was on the payroll you know what I was talking I was like you know what Claude Claude knows his stuff 
So I put money Same. on that. I was like, them to win one or two. Mate, I think I put money in them. So yeah, you owe all yeah. that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fair enough. Cool. I also said Argentina win the World Cup. I don't know if you listened to that. Yeah, I did. I got money on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We listened to that one. Nah, that got me, man. They they sold me with the propaganda. They 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 got me. But look, we all fell for it. I don't know where to now for Qatari football. They invested so much for this tournament. Now what? They've got the Asian Cup because China pulled out of hosting it. So now it's going to be in Qatar. Oh, really? They're expecting it to be early 2024. They could go and win that. Does that does that mean that they're gonna keep everything set up Probably. as is? Because I I'd know that the plan so. with those stadiums was to like pack them up well, yeah, and send them say, to, yeah, to different you? places. Yeah, some of them they're gonna get yeah. rid of, like you know, the shipping container one. I encourage you to look up uh, kind of the plan for those stadiums because mm, it's also fascinating. Some of them were built out of yeah. shipping containers yeah. and stuff. It's, yeah, it's like recycled materials. But yeah. anyway, I guess look, it makes sense. Yeah. I, I do agree that if you've put all that resource and infrastructure into Qatar. Yeah host another tournament there yeah, do yeah, it yeah well one thing I want to talk about there for the World Cup it was the last it was last World Cup for Messi last World Cup for Modric last World Cup for Cristiano Ronaldo we spoke a bit on the main app yesterday about Cristiano Ronaldo this, is this the end of Ronaldo in a Portuguese jersey he says he wants to play at the Euro in 2024 he's now gone to Saudi Arabia is this the end of him uh, playing I, for Portugal I'd never write, out, write off Ronaldo okay no. he's like he's what 37 37 he, he, he can still play at the highest level I believe and I think he's one of those people where Whatever he sets his mind to mentally, mm. he will work towards. And, I, and I, I wouldn't write him off. It just depends, you know, is he right for the team? Will they play well, him? He'll, that, he'll definitely right? be ready. Yeah. Well, I know that's, that's a big point. Because look at this think? last World Cup campaign. Mm. Yeah. He, he's not necessarily needed in that Portugal side. Not in that Portugal they side. They don't no. play him like that. So yeah. it's a question of... Is it enough for him to just be included in the squad or are they actually going to let him play? He feels like the dream last 20 minutes player if you need a goal. Yes. He's the dream. Right? You throw him in, cross the ball in, mm. he'll do something. You've got a player like that on your team, right? Who have I on got on my team? Your team, Kay. personally. The one you play at you My know, actual team? Who's, yeah. who's that? You've got that Chilean oh, guy. Oh, my mate, my mate Christian. Like, oh. That he can come on at the 80th oh, minute yeah, yeah, and yeah, just He's 40 years old. I know, I know Christian. Tiny he's, player. Yeah, he's 40 years old and but he played for Chile. That's exactly what they should be doing with Ronaldo. You've got to use him right. But the thing is, Ronaldo is not prepared to have that do role. that yeah he's not he prepared needs to have to that role that's the point it's an ego thing yeah. at the end of the day as well Ronaldo's never scored a World Cup knockout goal wow well that's Messi scored his stat. first in this World Cup as well knockout but he goal. won it but he still he scored a few. but he still scored one what does that do for Ronaldo's head Craig Goodwin has one yeah Hey, wow. You know? Like, wow. Uh, you know, I'm no Craig mathematician. Goodwin, uh, he's on a different level. But one is higher than zero. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Um, <laughs> crispy. Crispy 04 has asked us, did this World Cup prove Mbappe is better than Haaland? Ooh, this is where... That's oh, not fair. This is hard. Not, that's that's not so fair. unfair. We can't do that. Poor man's Norwegian. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do that. Come on. Norway's good for a lot of things, but not the, for football. You know when you... I can't remember what the rule is, but when you spend a number of years playing in the country, then you can play for the national team? What is not it? if you've already played for the other one. Uh, no, really? you're, he's He could have played for England because he was born in England. Oh. He was born in Leeds. He was yeah. born in England. His, his old oh, man, man was playing there. But yeah, yeah, my, my, yeah, I remember that. Because Roy Keane was the one that stood that on. Brown, that, yeah, but that's no. not fair, right? No, we can't like we can't, we can't base that we off something that he... Physically couldn't attend. It's like Zlatan. Zlatan played for Sweden. Yeah. That killed his legacy a little bit. Yeah. But you got to judge him by their club form in yeah. that case. Yeah. yeah, you can't. This is why World Cup's hard. Everyone's like, oh, you can't be the GOAT if you don't win a World Cup. Well, Love is that game. only if you Harlem play for... Never a, win one. Well, is that only if you play for a big nation and don't win it? Like, mm. if Messi had never won it, playing mm. for a country that has won it, that would be shit. Whereas mm. if you're from Australia, let's say. Let's say Messi was Australian. Yeah. Would you really judge him if he didn't win the World Cup? There's a story about no. how he almost came to Australia. Yeah, his family. 
Well, he's got family in Australia. Well, they almost they they were deciding. A lot of Argentinians came here. They were deciding whether to come to Australia or not, and they didn't end up coming. Oh my! And Ronaldo God. even has grandparents. We could have Messi and Ronaldo. Could have been. We could have Messi and Ronaldo. But you could argue that they just never would have been well known. Well, exactly right. To be exactly. fair, like, and that's why we bring up the issues with Australian football. You would have been released by the time you're 22. Anyway, well, that, we that's digress. a story for tomorrow's episode when we we're going to talk Australian football tomorrow because we love you guys and we're dropping three episodes in three days. Last couple of things I want to talk about. I know producer Shab's getting cranky at me because I'm going over time, but I don't care because I love these guys so much, Shab's. So don't rush me. Okay, because <laughs> I love these guys. We love them. We love them. We Shabzy. haven't had... Don't talk, don't turn the, the fans against no, you. No, we haven't had a born offside episode in so long, so I want to keep chatting. Another disappointing thing that came out of the World Cup was Belgium. Oh, Belgium okay. spent four years as I the think, world uh, number one. Is I that think I heard Let Him Shoot say this as well. It's like, are, were Belgium the biggest L yes. of the World Cup? Yeah. Without a doubt. Is that the worst golden generation ever? Yes. It has to be. Just because they were KDB's number one in the world. in that team. And yeah. the like fact KDB that does not even look like a shade of the player that he is in. Man, City, he doesn't yeah. look like the same guy. Yeah. Hazard, yeah. Lukaku just coming off his shin. I just, I couldn't it was fathom that team. Issues within the team as well. Yeah, they That's all hated each other apparently. About. They all hated each other. There's, there's and Lukaku came on. He was terrible oh, in that third game. Right. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's bad though. It's it is because that's a that's a team where you look at on paper and you go, you know what? Uh, if they if they reach semis or if they reach um, quarters, you go, it's a good team. Do you know what I was thinking? Identity. I don't think Belgium ever had one, right? Mm. You know what? To, you, when you get the Germans, you know what you expect. Mm. You get the Italians, the French, the Spanish. Mm. You know what to expect. I never knew what the Belgium was a bunch of good players at club level. I never knew what to expect. Mm. What is Belgium football? Mm. What do they play like? The manager is Roberto Martinez, Spanish. Mm. I personally, and this is this is this has been an opportunity for me to dig this one back up. I've always said I think managers should have the same rules as players. I don't think you should be allowed to manage a country if you're not a citizen of that country. I c- actually, that is a good, sh- that's a great shout, that. right? Because look at look at Australia now with Graham Arnold. That's There's a different level of passion when you have an Australian manager. I looked at L'Equipe, the French paper. They yeah. put the the top lists of managers from one to thirty two at the World Cup. Graham mm. Arnold, number one, really, according to L'Equipe. Graham Arnold was the best manager at the World Cup for the squad he had and the value he had and he only lost to the two teams in the final. Yeah, I know. I was going to say. That is... Right? It makes sense. Graham Arnold is the best manager at the World Cup. Okay. Look at Morocco. They they trusted in Ragagi, Moroccan Mm. manager. Look at what happened. Mm. Look at Japan. In the last 20 years, Japan have mix and match managers. Mm. In the last 20 years, 2006 World Cup, Zico out in the group. 2014 World Cup, Zaccheroni, Italian, out in the group. All the other ones, Japanese manager, out of the group. They, they, as in they, they made, made it, it through. They made it out of the I group. I think it does make a difference. I think it makes a difference. I, I think, think it does. I mean, you even look at Southgate, yeah. but you could go if it, He's if done it. better than he's you done, guys have done, done with he, Capello, yeah, he with does. Sven-Goran it Eriksson. Just adds, it, it, I don't know how to describe it. Just a different level of passion. He understands the players, yeah, right? Yeah, understand He it. can motivate he them knows, differently. He knows what it means for you to be in that position. Yes. And for, for me as a manager and yeah. what it means to the country as a whole, he yeah. knows the culture. Mm. Yeah. And I think it just, it just adds it was, that little 5%. There was so much noise made about how good Qatar are with this manager that's you know, Spanish and he's been at Barcelona for years. But mm. you Did come it, down it, to it, it's an Arabic World Cup. Do he understand the culture and mm. what it means? Yeah. I think that stuff means a lot at the highest level. Mm. The I only exception right. is the Portuguese lad, the Portuguese manager that was managing South Korea. He did a good job. Got them out of the group. But even that was last second they got out of the group. Yeah. I don't want to shit on no, it, but, but like it was last second. To, like, there's always going to be... An exception. An exception to yes. the rule. But I think USA, for the most USA part... USA trusted an American manager. Look at that. Yeah. They got out of the group yeah. as well. I think that's the way forward. No, I agree. I agree, Claude. I think if, if, you were to, if you were to yeah. ask someone who doesn't, sub, who doesn't know the game, mm. are the managers also from the country? I feel like 
They'd be it like, just makes sense that makes they sense. would be. If right? the players have those rules, the managers have yeah. those rules. And you'd stop like Harry Redknapp's going to Jordan and taking and Pep a huge... And Pep Guardiola's going to Brazil. Bag of cash. Exactly right. Yeah. It's stupid. Like, you know, and it gives you... It means you've got to invest in coaches. Don't just invest in players. Yeah. You've got to invest in your coaches I as well. I completely agree. Anyway. No, I actually think that's so valid. And yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense to me. But anyway, that is the FIFA World Cup. It was an incredible experience for all of us. Uh, we now look forward to the next World Cup. Of course, we've got the Women's World Cup. Yes. That's massive. Ooh, looking forward to that. It's and here. that's here. I don't think anyone realizes how big I think it's, I thought it was in New Zealand. It's <laughs> Sorry, what was that? New it's, Zealand? It's co-hosted between <laughs> Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> Please, I think he's taking the piss. Yeah. I do think oh. he's no, taking no, the piss. No, no, I was dead serious. I thought it was just New Zealand, not here. <laughs> oh, take it. It's both. Fuck yeah. There will be no, games in Sydney. Where have you been? Fuck. Where have you been? Get my bag up. I don't know. Okay. You know uh, what? We're gonna <laughs> that is a sign that if that was news to you as well, you need to tune into the next episode. Okay. All Thanks. right. Well, you do need to tune into tomorrow's episode. But yeah. the next World Cup for the men's is World Cup 2026. It's going to be USA, Mexico, Canada. Great location. I'll be there. I don't know about you guys. I want to be, be married with a couple kids by then, I reckon. Yeah. I, could, I was looking at I was like, next World Cup, I'll be in my 30s. I better be doing Can something. Can you chill? Because I will be too. <laughs> oh, shit. Will be. I'll be, I, I, you will be. What will I you will just be 30. I turn 30 during the next World Cup. Wow. Oh. During the next, I'm going to have my 30th over there so we can trot. Uh, we all got to be there. But look, the, one of the biggest winners for this World Cup is our part of the world. So Europe, go because it's expanding to 48 teams, Europe only get three extra. But Asia is going to go from four plus one to eight plus one. That's wow. right. Asia's doubling. Good chance Australia make it. Also very good news for New Zealand because it means Oceania have one automatic spot for the next one. So New Zealand is almost guaranteed unless they bottle it to Solomon Islands or something or Vanuatu on their way. So it's going to be awesome. 48 teams going to be huge. I love international football. You know that. I've converted these two. Hopefully Absolutely I've converted have. some people from back home. Thanks for joining us here on the Born Offside World Cup special. We were here yesterday. We were here today. We're going to be back tomorrow for an Australian football special. So we'll see you there, guys. Ciao. Bye, guys. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.